no matter cause there's something inside so strong well, for our personal, uh, our personal development session today, we're going to be in conversation with Tara Turkington. She's the CEO of Flow Communications, and we're talking to her about her 17 tips of becoming a better leader. And she describes leadership as that thing you have to do even when you don't feel like it. She's been in the communications business for uh, 17 years now. Tara, good morning. Thank you for your time today. Morning, Kathy. Lovely to be here. Pleasure to have you on the show. So you've got 17 tips to make you a better leader. We've got 20 minutes. I don't know <laughs> if we're going to be able to. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to be able to get to all 17. Um, but certainly, we'll 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 go as far down the list as as possible. But perhaps uh, for the benefit of our listeners as well, maybe a little bit about yourself and the work that you've been doing in the communications business. Cool, yeah. Um, so I uh, I founded a, a business in my spare bedroom of my house 17 years ago. It's called Flow Communications. And um, I did it because I didn't have a job at the time and I really needed um, to pay the bond. And, um, and yeah, it turned into, into um, a communications company over the years. Um, I employed, we started to employ people. We started to get, to get wonderful clients. People like the Nelson Mandela Foundation, the Tutu Foundation. We really like to to um, do work that makes a difference in the world. But also, uh, also corporate clients like Hollard and uh, the South African Presidency. I mean, all sorts of different clients over the years. And it grew and it grew. And we moved out of the house and we moved into a garage. The garage was an upgrade. And then uh, various other, you know, various other. Um, Officers and we about now we're about 65 people and we've won a lot of awards um, over 60 awards for our work um, thanks to our wonderful clients and we've got an amazing team of staff and yeah little did I know back then that this would grow into something so amazing and so uplifting um, we've probably employed hundreds of people over the 17 years and um, yeah and it's been a journey so so how this uh, article came about is I, I broke my foot. Doing frisbee with my kids, and um, I had to lie on my back for two weeks with my leg in the air. So I thought, what am I going to do? I can't really work properly. And um, so I thought, let me write down the tips about leadership. You know, our world and our country need needs leadership more than ever. And uh, let me write down a few of the tips that I've gathered over these years. So that's how, yeah, that's how it came about. Mm. Wow, absolutely fascinating journey that you have been. So, uh, Tara, I don't know if you used to watch Scandal, but uh, are you like the fixer? <laughs> I don't watch. Um, I don't watch Scandal, so I can't, I can't say what oh, a fixer is. Have you heard about Olivia Pope, though? No, no. Sorry. Okay, okay. Well, uh, Olivia Pope is somebody that cleans up um, uh, everybody's mess and makes it sound really nice to the greater oh, public. Yes, no, <laughs> no. Unfortunately, we're not so we're not so interesting as that. Um, well, luckily, we're not so interesting. No, no. We we uh, we don't. We try to avoid scandal. Actually, we don't want to do dodgy stuff ever. So mm. we seek work that um, is really about making the world a better place. So, for example. Next week, we're running a big um, climate change conference for the EU delegation in South Africa to actually uh, showcase positive projects that are happening around climate change in South Africa and inspire others to act in that way. Uh, or, you know, running, running something like um, um, 
the, the Nelson Mandela Foundation's annual lecture where, mm. we, where we showcase uh, people who've got a, like last year was Antonio Guterres, he was the Secretary General, he is the Secretary General of the UN, and he had a message about, um, you know, the inequality in the world and how we need to, how we need to um, actually make the world a more equal place for all of our sustainability as a, as a species. So that's the kind of work we, we seek to do. We are, we don't, um, we don't really have much scandal. Uh, I can't think of, I can't think of any scandal. We, we we avoid it. If someone comes to us and says they want us to fix something like that, mm. we we say we're too busy. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. So let's get straight into it then and talk about uh, some of what you have written while you've been allowing your foot to recover. The seventeen <laughs> tips of becoming yeah. a better leader. Yeah. So my first tip is. Um, Lead away from lead from wherever you are. So leadership is not about titles or about status. Uh, or you know, it's not. Anyone can lead. Everyone can lead. If you are a cleaner or a mother or a sister or a or or a teacher or a or a nurse or a or a CEO or a um, president, you know, you can lead. Uh, you lead through your daily actions. You lead. In a way that's positive, um, that supports others, that um, that that respects others, um, and you and 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 so leadership, yeah, leadership's not about a title. It's tip number one. It is um, you lead from where you are, and and that will take you very far in life. Number Does two. Does that make sense? Yes, yes, number it two, makes yeah. two. It makes number complete two is about, sense. Uh, yeah. Okay. Cool. So, so number two is about building relationships, which is related to to one, I guess. Um, you know, your, the quality of your of the relationships that you build with those around you in your life are what become your greatest asset as a leader. So, the people, um, and and it's not about stripping up your boss. You know, it's about it's about working with others. It's about how you treat those who are below you. Um, for example, I always go out of my way to thank and to tip people who work in. In toilets, I think it's the most terrible job. Whenever I go to a, a, a petrol station, or you know, on my way on holiday or something, I always go out of my way to give a big tip to the to those um, generally the ladies who are cleaning the the bathrooms. Um, but treating people who, um, yeah, building the relationships with those around you, and um, because because in the end, um, your leadership is about who you associate yourself with, and. Um, and you need others to to succeed. No leader, no leader ever leads successfully on their own. They always do it with a team of people. In fact, I often think this thing of being an entrepreneur is a bit of a myth. You know, no entrepreneur does it on their own. They have to have amazing people around them, which is one of my other tips, which is always hire the cleverest people you can. Mm. Tara, uh, and people who but- are cle- before you get before you get to that issue of 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 hiring the best talent that's available i want to just look a little bit deeper at the building of relationships because yeah. we are also living in a time where the idea of networking, you know, has uh, really been widespread and people understand the power of networking. But what does it take to build relationships that are not only based on what I can get out of you, that are not parasitic in nature? Because oftentimes when you are in a 
business or corporate environment and you're wanting to build those relationships, ultimately you are thinking about what what opportunity do I see this person potentially providing or what, which door do I see uh, this person potentially opening for me? How do we get out of that mind frame uh, to actually just build credible relationships that may or may not have um, uh, uh, benefits down the line in terms of opportunities for our businesses or even for our careers? Yeah, that's such a great question, and it's so, oh, it's so relevant to our times. I mean, I think, I think you've got to do it without an agenda, you know, to a degree. I mean, you've got, to, you've got to treat people like you would want to be treated yourself, and you can't do it. I think one of my other tips is have integrity. You know, it's simple. It's really simple. It's not so simple in practice because when you sometimes you get slapped with something out of the blue um, and you're not, you know, you're not even you're not even sure that it's it's dodgy in some way. That it, it creeps up on you. Suddenly, there's something that uh, that has happened that is not that is not right, and then you need to call it. So, so you have to have your you have to have integrity at all times. You have to be honest, and you have to have integrity, and you have to. Go into relationships. I mean, it is kind of a cliche, but not thinking about what you, you know, what thinking, not thinking what others can do for you, but what you can do for others. Because it actually is, I mean, this, this concept of servant leadership has been around a long time, but it is about what, what you can do for others that, that ultimately makes you a better leader rather than what others can do for you. And in South Africa, unfortunately, we've got, you know, we've got into a bit of a, uh, a quagmire around this in recent years, especially with our politicians. And yeah, I just think you you, you never want to be in a uh, personally for me. I mean, it's obviously it's easier said than done, and it's easier to say this than to always practice it. But but you have to have you have to have integrity, and you have to be true to yourself. And you and you've always whenever something whenever you sniff something that's that's wrong. Steer away from it. Because in the end, that is going to, that is going to, it's bad for you. It's bad for your brand. It's bad for your business. It'll come back to bite you. You don't ever want to be, to be even tempted, which is why one of my other, my other tips is about know your own values. First of all, I think everyone should have integrity. I mean, that to me, that's an indisputable value that you've got to have. But, but there, but other people, you know, you, everyone has slightly different personal values. So, um, for me, um, in our company, one of our one of our um, big values uh, is our people are our most important asset, and um, that can sound like a platitude, but it really it really isn't. It helps to make decisions when times are tough. So, for instance, when COVID hit last year, and we have uh, you know terrible terrible um, economic um, the brakes get get slammed on, and we didn't have um, really enough work for a few months. Um, we we looked at our own values, and our values say our people are our most important asset. So that means that jobs, to me, and my sister Tiffany and I run our company together. To us, our people are going to be more important than money or profits or just about anything, you know. Uh, and so we, we, we had a meeting with our staff, and we said, look, here's the situation. We we need to we need to either cut. A third of the jobs, in order to in, in, in order to ensure survival, so that actually some people can continue to have jobs, or we need everybody to take a third salary cut for the next few months, so we can actually see the lay of the land and see what's going on. 
uh, and we want you to vote on it. And um, the staff voted, and every single member of staff voted for the salary caps because they didn't want anyone else to lose a job. And and so so my 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 point in my story is you know your values up front, so that when the times come, when the tough times come, and those difficult decisions have to be made, you can turn to your values as a lodestar, as a guiding as a guiding set of principles. Okay, what do we do now? We could have done a whole lot of different things in that situation. We could have retrenched. We could have, um, you know, we could have, we could have done so many things. Mm. Um, but 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 we chose to look after our staff in that way. After a few months, we were able to pay everyone um, again. I mean, you know, it went a few months um, where people didn't earn um, their full salary, and by the end of the year, we were back to normal. We could actually pay a full bonus in December. Uh, Tara, yeah, we're going to continue the conversation after this quick break. And uh, just the four tips that you've heard of so far, lead from wherever you are. Number two, build relationships. Number three, have integrity. And number four, know your values. Uh, Tara is going to continue with uh, the rest of that list. We'll see how far we get after this quick break. The Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. All right, we continue our conversation with Tara Turkington. She's the CEO of Flow Communications. Tara, I'm being shouted here to let you get through as many points as possible. So please go for it. Number five. Hello, Tara. I'm not sure if we've lost Tara on the line there. Uh, hi, Tara. I'm not sure if you if you can still hear me. Okay, it looks like we've actually lost her uh, on the line. I'm not sure what actually happened there. So uh, she's been talking to us about her 17 tips of becoming a better leader. And so far, she's taken us through four of those 17. Tara, you're back on the line. I was saying Sorry, that I'm, I'm getting shouted at uh, for uh, for interrupting you as you as you give your points. Uh, the listeners okay. want you to get through as many of them as possible. So I'm just going okay. to hand over back to you. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to skip to some of them um, quite quickly then. So number number five is let others shine. You know, don't uh, let, give credit where it's due. Um, if you if you let others shine, you will shine through them. So uh, as leaders, you know, we've seen it around the world. Leaders can become quite arrogant and quite full of themselves, quite full of ego. Just let others shine because um, that's actually all you need to do to be, to be a, better, a better leader, to, to help the organization. Be empathetic. So care about people. I mean, don't treat people... You know, it's not rocket science, Kathy. Don't treat people like objects or treat people like they... I hate that word, resources. You know, what resources do you need to to do X and X, and what they really mean is people. People are people, and they have, you know, they, they, they have lives, they have children, they have families, and things happen to them. And, and um, again, be empathetic. Treat them like you would want to be treated if something, if something bad happens to you. Um, be accountable. So, you know, I mean, again, not rocket science. If you don't, if you don't, if you aren't accountable to others, then, then you're not going to be much of a leader. Uh, be creative. So, I think there's nothing worse than um, a boring, a boring leader who does things um, to tick boxes and by, you know, in a very predictable, boring way. I think you've got to be creative. You've got to be creative to keep your your teams engaged, especially now in the age of um, remote working. You've got to 
you've got to think actively on your feet. Um, you know, the old business models are are no longer are no longer applicable. Um, uh, just uh, just to, as, a, as a little example on that, what we did um, what we did last year was uh, we started running online eventing um, um, systems or, or you know programs uh, doing online eventing. Um, for example, we ran we ran Sona online um, last year. We had never done an online event in our lives before, but it, but suddenly that's what the world needed. We needed to create something new to make up for the work we'd lost before COVID. So it's just staying your toes, thinking out the box, um, not always doing what's what's tried and tested because that's not going to that's not that's not true leadership. That's management. Uh, practice. Your call has been placed on hold. Hi, Tara. Your call is... Oh, sheesh, I'm not sure what's happening uh, with our connection to Tara. It looks like we've been having... We're having a, a couple of issues with connecting to her. wonder if, you know, load shedding has anything to do with it because oftentimes when people are being load shed or certain areas are being load shed, it does interfere with the quality of connection that we have. Uh, so just to go through the list of what Tara has been talking about in the last couple of minutes, uh, number five, I've already done up until number four. So the first one was lead from wherever you are. The second, build relationships. Number three, have integrity. Number four, know your values. Number five, let others shine. Number six, be empathetic. Be accountable. Uh, Tara, I understand that you're back on the line. I'm back. I'm sorry about that. Not so, yeah, number, no eight be, number eight was be creative. Number nine was uh, practice resilience. Number 10 was stay calm. It never helps to get into a state of rage or, or, or to be agitated or to, to be very anxious. Even if you are... And you can't help it. You've got to fake it because because anxiety is is uh, contagious, and you do not want to project that onto your team. So you've got to stay calm. Tara. Okay. We're just not winning with that line, unfortunately. And, and I, I am starting to uh, suspect that there might be a bit of a bigger issue uh, that we're dealing with there. So as you heard, um, <laughs> Tara, it, hopefully it's going to be the fourth time lucky. Uh, yes, yes sorry, I can. I, I was just saying how you need to practice resilience. Never give up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you're definitely doing that now. <laughs> you've also got to stay calm, which you're very good at, Kathy. Um, You know. You've got to have fun. Um, when you, you know, I think it was Ernest Hemingway said something like, "When you stop doing things for fun, you might as well be dead." You know, you've got to enjoy what you do. Life is short. Um, your work needs to be meaningful and it needs to be fun. Um, be fair and consistent. You know, don't practice favoritism. Uh, people see you in a, when you're a leader. You're in an elevated position. They say the high trees catch the most wind. People are looking out for you to to do wrong. You've got to be really fair and consistent and transparent where you can. Be passionate. You know, have fire in your belly. Um, I love that saying from Shakespeare. When you are passionate, um, you help others to be passionate. Never take yourself too seriously. I think, uh, again, I think we see our own leaders uh, in, around the world, um, our political leaders, uh, taking themselves very seriously. Um, you know what? We, everyone's, everyone's a person. We're human. Be self-effacing. Practicing humility, authenticity. To me, that's a sign of of true leadership, who, who you really are. Of course, um, number 15, be courageous. You've got to have courage. It's a scary world. These scary things happen, bad things happen. 
And, um, you know, there have been nights where I've lain awake and worried, do you have enough money to pay salaries or is this going to work out or that? And you've just got to, you've just got to keep your, hold your nerve and be courageous. And, um, and that is, um, you know, that's not always so, so, so easy. Um, I mentioned it earlier, but surround yourself with the best people. So, so, you know, always hire clever people than yourself. Also hire people different from yourself, um, so that they can, they can, um, you know, so that you can have diversity in your team, diversity of age, gender, thought, um, generation, um, cultural background. Uh, diversity makes, is always going to make a team stronger. And then my final tip is um, have a strong vision. You've got to have vision. People have got to see where you're going. If you don't have vision, you're not a leader. You know, it doesn't, doesn't matter if your vision is very small. And a vision can, can change as time goes on. You know, my vision back then 17 years ago was to actually just create something that could sustain a couple of us in our jobs and have, have something small and a few good clients. Now our vision is much bigger. It's, uh, you know, really international growth, um, creating hundreds of jobs. Um, so it can it can change and scale over time, but you've mm-hmm. got to have a vision that you believe in, and that others can buy into. That's 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 meaningful. So yeah, that in a nutshell and at a hell of a rate is my seventeen tips, Kathy. <laughs> Tara, thank you so much for coming onto the show uh, this morning. You did well in terms of getting all through uh, seventeen. I was worried that we weren't actually going to uh, be able to touch on all of them. Tara Turkington, uh, she's the CEO of Flow Communications. It's eleven o'clock, and Musa is standing by with a look at your headlines.